0: Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 341 and it is Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Byrd. What's happening, everybody? That's right. Uh, we are here in the Codex Prime studio, just chatting it up once again. Uh, more nerd goodness and magic on the docket, as per usual. Uh, first, as always, we want to thank all of, all of our listeners and our viewers for checking out our show every week, whether it's here on Facebook Live or on Spotify, SoundCloud, or whatever your podcasting platform of choice is. You know, just uh, thank you for taking the time to, you know, you know, uh, check us out, checking us out, and uh, supporting our show. Yeet, and uh, you know, you know, we're here. And as Carl is sharing the episode, uh, I gotta say, man, yeah, do 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 you feel me? Do you feel him, sir? You
1: feel
0: him? I feel him, sir.
1: Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> uh, nobody, nobody should do. Nobody should do press conferences sober. No, no I mean no. Tony Khan doesn't. Oh, clearly he does not, and I will not take this fucking shit.
0: <laughs> oh, Tony Khan, our favorite resident cokehead.
1: head Why, are, why, why,
0: are IW, why is the IWC the way we are? I don't know, man. I, I sometimes wonder that myself. I
1: like, mean, why are we like? Why are we like this?
0: I don't know, man. It doesn't help when when uh, one of the owners of uh, one of the major companies in the U.S. is so is a disciple of the IWC, practically. You know, takes rating, ratings losses personally. He does.
1: And you know. here's the thing. Now, back in the original war, when they were winning, yep. whenever they would lose, they always throw out, but the demo, but the demo, mm-hmm. real ratings ain't no mean shit, but the demo. Yep. But I'm like, but then when y'all beat him in the ratings, demos still don't mean shit, right? Oh, yeah. My, my thing is they, they are... They worry too much about what WWE's doing, and WWE just kind of does the thing. Yeah, Yeah, a couple of digs here and there, Mm -hmm. but it's like I with AEW you kind of get them every week. Yeah. Yeah, like you get something, you get a WWE reference like every damn near every show.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like they doing WWE's doing something. They like quickly counter like counterprogram it. Yeah. Like granted. WWE did it too. hmm You know, this past week, I still didn't even watch it. But I saw the highlights, and I was like, damn, it looked like it was a pretty good show.
0: Yeah, it was like the uh, AEW NXT Tuesday night skirmish. <laughs> Not so much a war.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, he lost. I did see a meme, though, because there's so many, like, um, empty seats at AEW shows, apparently. hmm yeah. Somebody put the spirit of Halloween logos on <laughs> it. Like, what the fuck? Oh my god! I like posted on all all turns here. Like, yo, why are we like this? Like, uh, why, why, why are we like this?
0: I don't know, but uh, yeah, I mean, tribalism, tribalism is still a thing amongst the more hardcore, diehard wrestling fans. But at the end of the day, man, just. You know, go outside, get some fresh air, touch grass, and realize that wrestling is for everyone.
1: Yeah, just, just watch it yeah. and enjoy it.
0: like Yeah, NXT's doing it, WWE, AEW, MLW, New Japan, NWA, LOL. But, you know, even Impact is doing
1: it. Yeah. Okay, there. I'm glad you put the emphasis on the LOL.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Is it just me or is... uh? the n w a controlling their narrative
0: <laughs> fives yep. fives right there yeah i mean i heard i heard tell that um uh billy corgan n w a president is trying to resurrect the old territory system again with the n w a why i don't, i don't know uh
1: well, the, the territory system already exists it's called the indies yeah
0: yeah but then again, I mean, when you put your when you previously put your world title on fucking Tyrus, I mean, I guess any idea sounds I good. You
1: go to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess any idea sounds great after that. But uh, but yeah, um, there's that for 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 a bit of wrestling, um, adrenaline in in our souls, right there. Uh, yeah, man, we're here. Uh, Carl, um, how's life in your world, man? What's good? <sighs> busy Mm.
1: as i'm sharing the episode it has been busy first off uh huge shout out to the worldwide fleet djs i am like so proud to be a part of them Mm. uh this past saturday i uh i was this uh special guest dj at halo lounge and um yeah it was uh their libra season party Okay. And celebrating the birthday of uh Lady Girl who's one who's a artist under Fleet DJs. So uh, big shout outs to DJ Rashid, the state the mass state manager. Mm-hmm. Dude, we we did our thing. Nice. We we did our thing. It was a hell of a time. Big shout outs to Lady Girl too because it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. But she knows that my birthday's coming up. Mm-hmm. So she... Celebrate, she had me celebrate like with the cake with her. Like, we blew out the candles, cut the cake, and all that and stuff. Mm. Nice, okay, it was, it, was, it was really, yeah, it was really sweet for her. It was even though it was a Libra party, but it's October, nice, okay. So, um, yeah, that was cool. Big shout outs to Miss Rody, like, her energy was like top tier. Mm. Uh, big Miss Rody from uh WBRU. I need to get DJ on there again, yeah. They had a nice, like. They they had like a nice discussion about like candies and stuff. Nice, okay. Yeah, they eliminated Twizzlers.
0: As well, they should. Are you serious? I mean, Twizzlers taste like an old moldy tire, but
1: you know. First of all, how do you know what an old moldy tire tastes like?
0: I mean, <laughs> come, come on, man. Buddy. You know, you are going to say that. Like. I mean, I mean, like Twizzlers. It's. I mean, I mean, I don't. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I mean, it's. It's just. It's just plain old licorice. Doesn't really do <laughs> red the Twizzlers. Twizzlers.
1: Nah,
0: not black. Yeah, black Twizzlers are about the same, really, in terms of quality.
1: Nah, nah, you can get. You it's know like what it is, too with Twizzlers? It's the, it's like the little snack finger food thing. You mm. just they keep your hands busy.
0: Yeah. Okay. Are you talking about like the 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 regular Twizzlers or like the, bite-sized or the bite sized
1: ones? The regular. Okay. Yep. Regular. I yeah. will right, we'll say this. And if you, if I find out that you eat these, mm-hmm. I will not be surprised. I'll be highly disappointed, but not be surprised. Okay, what's that? Mounds and almond joy. You know, I don't eat mounds, but uh,
0: almond joy. Um, you know, I've you know, st- uh, Stop and Shop. They actually have these like almond joy uh, baked cookies. Uh, that my that my parents actually had uh, the other day. I tried them and they were actually pretty tasty.
1: You are a disgusting human being, and everybody should just hate you. What's, what, what, <laughs> what's with the extreme reaction? <laughs> freaking, who the hell eats mounds and almond joy? Listen,
0: sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't.
1: That was not the commercial for it, was it? Yeah, that's, that's was it really?
0: Yeah, almond joy's got nuts. Mounds don't, because sometimes you feel like a nut, almond joy. Sometimes you don't. You eat mounds, but mounds, mounds is just almond joy without the almonds. Almond joy is where it's at. There's no joy in that. I thought it was fine. You are awful. Listen,
1: you know why? Why are you the way you are?
0: Listen, you put almond joy with like an uh, that's a nice dessert after a nice uh, Hawaiian pizza. See, I knew you was gonna take that. Now
1: you just and you say I'm taking it to an extreme with
0: wash down some white claw. (laughs)
1: You know what? It's funny that you mentioned that. So you know, we all on social media and stuff. Every day on Facebook, mm-hmm. they they post up your memories, like whatever it was that you posted. X amount of you know, whether it's one year, two years ago, if you post something that year, yeah, like on that day, there it, it comes up in your memories. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, you know what came up? What's that? The white claw bet.
0: Ah, yes, I remember that. Oh, God, that was so bad. Hey, White Claw is uh, Tony Khan's beverage of choice. Is it really? Yeah, he was all about White Claw when AEW first started. God damn it, man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean.
1: Is this your king?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sure, White Claw tastes like absolutely nothing, but, you know. And you
1: downed yours like it was nothing.
0: What? Uh, What?
1: Yeah. What was that you downed it? You downed yours like it was nothing.
0: I mean, yeah, because it's it's just basically a carbonated. Yeah, carbonated nothing. You know, it's it's like it's like if you're if if you're basically like, say, diabetic, but you want something fizzy and and something that kind of has some, some effervescence to it. That's what you get. That's what you go for. No, because you have no, no choice.
1: You get like freaking. What is it? Like Those those uh what, those sodas they're oh, not sodas, they're like clear clear oh, like,
0: waters like like sparkling
2: water.
1: Yeah. Oh like a seltzer. No, not seltzer. They're the ones that actually do have flavor. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, white claw is just alcoholic alka salsa alco seltzer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alky seltzer. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. But hey, you know, um, you, know, you, you put you put that uh, with uh, with some uh, Almond Joy and Mounds, and you got yourself a delectable snack right there for the fall season. I hate you so much. Yeah, you, you, you sprinkle some candy corn in there.
1: Oh, my God. Like, why are you talking about freaking <laughs> sweetened candle wax? I mean, candy corn is... Don't.
0: Listen, I'm I'm no fan of candy corn myself. I'm not. Because it kind of... I
1: was, I was ready to hit you. <laughs> I was ready to hit
0: you. <laughs> I mean, candy corn tastes like medicine that's trying to be fun. That's the best way I can describe it. But, you know, I've never been a, a candy corn uh, person. Candy
1: corn it. is the last resort candy. Like, that's the candy that you eat when all your good candy is gone. In the middle of November.
0: It's Yeah. So it's and like, you
1: eat it with with a tear coming down your eye. So if
0: you had if you had a choice between candy corn and like grandmama's butterscotch
1: toffees, but, butterscotch toffees. <laughs> yeah. First of all, we call them church candy. Yeah, that. that because Grant because mama always had it. Mm-hmm. Mama, oh grandma always had it on deck. What's up, John?
0: Hey, what's up, John? Thanks for sh- thanks for watching.
1: Dude, that's my good, yo. He's a new, he is a Codex supporter, and I appreciate that. Yeah, man. But oh my god, yeah, church candies. Yep. is where it's at. Mm. Indeed. Especially the strawberry ones. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, like the with the strawberry wrap. Yep.
1: Yeah. And here's my thing. I've never seen them in the store.
0: I th- I have.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, I have. You have to really think about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like did you have you
0: ever seen it in the store? Yeah, I definitely have, but not not a like like CVS or Walgreens or anything. It's like you have to go like to certain grocery stores and whatnot. Yeah. yeah.
1: But um all right, let me get okay, not on finished sharing. Uh yeah, so yeah, the Fleet that Fleet DJ's uh party was something else. Uh, your boy did his thing. Nice. Um Have you seen the trailers for the Iron Claw?
0: Yes, I've seen it, yeah. That's gonna be um uh that's gonna be the feel bad movie of the holiday
1: season. And here's the thing the story of Devon Eriks is like probably one of like it's uh Well, you have to add in Kevin talking about it. Mm. But I honestly view that as I would play that for somebody who's actually like going through it yeah just to show them, like, listen, they went this route. you don't have to mm. and with Kevin von Erich being so at peace with it, mm-hmm. that would help like going through the situation, how he lost all his brothers one by one, yeah, so it's like, all right, I would put, I would it sounds sadistic, some people will disagree with me. And it is what it is, but that, I would do that. I mean, yeah, it's
0: it's it's gonna be a it, it's a dark story. It's definitely one of the biggest, uh, most well-known tragic stories in wrestling. Yeah. Um, I will say, like watching the trailer, Zach Efron, he definitely looks the part, um, physique-wise and everything. Um, even like some of the wrestling choreography that we saw in the trailer, trailer looks accurate. Um, I'm I'm curious to see who's gonna play Fritz von Eric because um, I, they casted him, and, and I and I and I hope that. The movie doesn't go out of its way to like kind of sports wash. Him. I hope because
1: I hope Kevin's involved. That's my thing. Hmm. Kevin has to be involved. Yeah, we'll
0: see. I don't. I don't. I don't know if he had any say in the production, but um, but yeah, that's definitely uh, a film I'm gonna watch this
1: this uh December. Yeah. Directed by Sean Durkin. I don't know anything else he's ever done. Um, Fritz, Holt McColley. He's played in Lights Out, Fight Club, 3 Kings, Shot Caller, Wrath of Man and Nightmare Alley.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's like a character actor. I've I've seen like the I've seen him in the trailer. He does look the part. He does look like Fritz for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're talking about uh John uh, the Iron Claw, which is the A24's film on the Von Erichs.
1: You already know with that with that studio yeah. tied to it, <laughs> you're in.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they do great work. You know, it's not just horror. Uh, independent dramas, you know, some comedies, you name it. is
1: Afraid is not a comedy.
0: Have you watched Boat's Afraid?
1: I see it at Target all the time.
0: You should watch it, man. Three hours of Joaquin Phoenix insanity. Oh, God, no. <laughs> and I'm talking the use of Mariah Carey's Always Be My Baby. You, you'll never he- listen to that song again the same way.
1: Java Guerrero Jr. is playing the Sheik. <clears throat> oh, the original Sheik. Yeah. I know MJF's I'm, playing Lance Von Erich. Oh, the fake one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, Zach Efron, man, he does look like he he's got the part down. So hey, I'm looking forward to it.
1: I did see another meme where it's like the ironclaw. Trailer release. Zac Efron fans smiling. Wrestling fans sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you thought the wrestler was depressing with Mickey Rourke, oh boy, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a really sad double feature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll make
1: us watch it.
0: Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. <laughs> hey, the wrestler. Hey, listen, if you're listening, the wrestler, one of the best films of 2008. Mickey, that was a good movie. Yeah, Mickey Rourke, one of the greatest acting performances I've ever seen. You talk about leaving it all
1: on this on the screen. That's what he did. Yeah, he definitely did, and that was like kind of like a comeback movie for him too.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's definitely like after years of like kind of like faded faded back. Yeah. Uh, from the spotlight, came back. Uh, he started even though he followed up with like uh, popular, but one of the worst MCU movies in
1: Iron, Iron Man, Man Two. two. He, he still, Iron Man Two isn't bad. It's not as bad as everybody says it is. Yeah, but it's not the best. No. But it wasn't as bad as everybody says it is. Yeah. I mean, it had its moments. Definitely did. Definitely, yeah. Definitely did. I want my bud.
0: My bud. Was that a quote from Mickey Rourke's character? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go.
1: But, um, speaking of A24... Yeah. Now... I've been putting, when I when I do you know do my comic shopping, if I see an A24 comic, <laughs> uh, A24 movie in comic form, I know who to do, I know I should either try to pick it up or I hype it up for this man right here. Mm-hmm. What are you guys' plans for that? We will be in the building. More plans will be coming. We'll uh, discuss those next week. Yeah. Um, but yes, and I happen to have my copy and Victor just happened to have his. Yep. And this one, which has been selling out very well. Mm. I meant I had to, I lucked out to get first prints cause they're already on second. Mm. Kill your darlings. Yeah, man. I made Vic. We're starting late. I made Vic read this. I'm like, we're going to start. No, read it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I'm going to read this again because I I, I just I basically skimmed through this like as quickly as I could. But yeah, it is it it is delightfully violent. It is uh, macabre. Um, It begins with a with an alleged witch burning. Yeah. Um, it's got it's got childhood imaginings, the ch- childhood whimsy meets uh, meets itchy, discra- itchy and scratchy on acid, you know lots lots of bloodshed um, combined with a child child's imagination and an ending ending in the first issue. that I was like, oh my, oh wow, this 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 comic actually went there. So it did. So yeah, I am looking forward to uh, reading more of this twisted. Um um disturbing uh comic series here Kill Your Darlings. Who wrote this? It
1: Eden was as Parker and Griffin Sheridan and the art is by Robert Quinn.
0: Yeah. Okay, so yeah, keep them coming. Um I don't know if this will be like an ongoing series or like a mini series, but I am here for it. <laughs> I want more of this and hey, if 824 wants to collaborate with Image Comics, oh, the beautiful art, the 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 beautiful art that we will be, that cinema will be blessed with. I mean, can you imagine, like, A24 adapting World Tree to the big screen? That needs
1: to be adapted. I will I will sign on for that one. Yeah. I will co-sign for that one. Yeah.
0: And who knows? We, we might see some... I'd like to see some A24 movies, like, you know, re-adapted into comics form, you know? Like uh, Hereditary or Midsommar.
1: Oh my God! There was a meme that I, I, I don't know if I, I, I didn't save it, and I meant, and I wish I did. So it was the, um, what was that? So it was go. It goes back to it combines two <laughs> two movies that you love. Okay. So it shows the Joker just you know the scene in Dark Knight where um he's hanging out he's uh, hanging out the cop car. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So did he goes back into the car? Turns to the little girl from Hereditary and goes, okay, your turn. Mm-hmm. And a pole was coming.
0: <laughs> and she sticks her head out of the window.
1: No, it didn't go yet, but they just showed the outside of the car in the pole. And you already, if you saw both movies, you already know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Like, the the Internet is undefeated.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, when I saw that on Instagram, I, I got. Oh, a, you did see it? Yeah, I actually sent it to uh, you, you and Harrison, a uh, group chat, because I got a huge chuckle out of it. I was like, "Oh, this is Chef's Kiss right
1: <laughs> now. <laughs> um, but speaking of twisted, oh, sick. Okay. So this comic, which I which is called "The Devil That Wears My Face." Ooh, nice title. Wow, you're already. <laughs> Okay. I got you already. <laughs> so, um, this was actually like on display. It was like a retailer copy mm-hmm. that I was able to like skim through. First of all, it was wonderful artwork. I think Alex Cormack did the, um, I forgot the name of the book, and I own like, I own all copies of it. It's the it's the 80s version of uh, Macbeth, the mm. 80s wrestling version of Macbeth. I can't think of the name right now.
0: Hmm. 80s version of Macbeth. Yeah. Hmm. Let me look that up. Yes,
1: please do. But uh, it was, I think it's by the same artist, but, yeah, and it's written by uh, David Propose and uh, produced, uh, published by Mad Cave Comics. So it's actually described as Face-Off meets The Exorcist.
0: Ooh. Oh, I like that premise. Okay. <laughs> All right.
1: So it takes place in the year 1740, and it follows Father Vieri, and I'm Sure, I'm butchering this, but he's an exorcist who's kind of like an outcast amongst like all the other like groups of uh, exorcists Mm -hmm. um, in the Catholic Church. And as he performs the exorcism, he the demon that he's trying to cast out actually ends up switching bodies with him. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Bloody! Look at—he's getting choked.
0: Hmm. Okay. So like. By uh.
1: Rosary bead. Okay.
0: So the so the demon's trying to have his way with the...
1: Oh, he does. He does. I'm actually, like, I'm opening it. I just want to show you, like, at least one panel of it. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, my God. There you go. Damn. <laughs> Available at your retail, your local retail shops.
0: <laughs> Spare ribs, anyone?
1: God damn it, man. <laughs> he was like, he was, it was so funny. So big shout out to Chris from Rococo. It was like, he was saying this. I'm like, oh, what's this? I'm like, are you like offended by like Satanism and stuff in your comics? I'm like, it's fiction. Who fucking cares? Yeah. I was like, he's like, this is a retail copy.
2: Hmm.
1: It's going to sell. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? Horror comics always, you know, tick up my fancy. So, yeah. Why not? Hmm. Okay. And, lo and behold, it did. It did. And for Marvel, so this one, this one has been getting a lot of review, a lot of good reviews, but it's God's. Okay. The premise is kind of hard for me to explain, but it's written by Jonathan Hickman and the artist by valerio she- uh, Valerio Sheedy. I'm sure I've said that name. The- <laughs> I feel bad for that. Mm-hmm. but it's like Jonathan Hickman's kind of like rewriting like the cos like Marvel's cosmic landscape mm-hmm. and it's blending the lines between uh science and magic, okay. So yeah, Doctor Strange is in it, and it's inti- introducing like entirely new characters. Uh, it's a sixty-four page, like with one ad. Mm. So, and I think it's gonna be like an eight-issue run. Okay. I'm not sure, but it's it's been getting a lot of praise. I enjoyed it myself. Uh, some I probably may need to read it again, mm-hmm. just to kind of fully comprehend it. But I recommend it. As, I recommend it. Okay. Right. and Jonathan Hickman he doesn't really miss a lot either hmm. so check it out check it out when you get a chance you know that hey auntie <laughs> hello <laughs> um and for my movie hmm. so I was re- so my girl actually recommended me that, recommended this to me because of um it reminds me so much of a budding establishment that I once worked for hmm and it's a 2020 film directed by Jay Blakeson called I Care a Lot. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. You saw it?
0: Oh, yeah, I've seen it uh, when it came first came out. Roseman Pike,
1: yeah, Peter it? Dinklage, Isaac, got Isaac Gonzalez, and our favorite, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. She... <laughs> So yeah it's So What that movie is about Is a con woman Who makes a living Who as a Court As a court appointed Guardian And she seizes And sells Like the assets Of like very vulnerable And elderly people Basically Elderly abuse. Mm. Yep Including The mother Of a mafia boss Yep Mm-hmm. She was just chilling Living her life Here's the thing there's no protagonist in this movie. Yeah, the, everyone's pretty much unlikable. <laughs> like I hated Rosamund Pike's character, so kudos to her. Yeah, if you hate a character, kudos to the actor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. She was just reprehensible wh- and proud of
1: it. Yeah, like and she knew it. Mm-hmm. She knew it and she owned it. Yeah, and Peter Dinklage's character was like. I'm actually rooting for the bad guy, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're messing but with... everybody's a bad guy, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's like uh, it's like a bad person meets a worse one.
1: who was the worst one? Mm. Rosamond Pike's character, fuck that bitch, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she was awful, oh I mean, my God, I'm just like, I mean, yeah, Peter Dinklage was a mobster, but yeah, that's his mom we're talking about, right, that and was... <laughs>
1: she was just and the woman was just chilling. Yep. Minding her business. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they just like take her. Yeah. Sell her stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sell her house. Yeah. Her be- her dep- safety deposit boxes mm-hmm. that had like millions of dollars worth of diamonds in it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then uh, she ripped off that one dude uh, whose, whose mother was a victim. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but. I won't say anything. Worth it. There.
1: Worth it. And I'm sitting there like we're towards the end of this movie. I'm like, I can't believe like she's I can't believe after all that she's getting a okay. <laughs> I right, now I feel good. <laughs> so there is a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean Yeah, karma.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that was a it was a solid film, man. Uh it's on I care a lot. It's on Netflix, Netflix Re- yeah. Roseman Pike. Man. Yeah, she she deserves some recognition for that performance because I loathed, loathed her yeah. so much. I did. Ooh, oh my god. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, good choice, man. That was a good movie.
1: I don't blame Melissa for that one. She's <laughs> like, You gotta watch I care a lot. I'm like, all right. So they literally sat me down and I watched it. Yep. And I was like, damn this bitch. <laughs> Man, I don't really say that a lot. I'm swearing a lot from my head, I was like, oh, <laughs> she has to watch this movie because I'm like, oh, you would not like her at all. Yeah. Indeed. Now I understand why my grandmother refused to go into assisted living. Oh, yeah. It's- she refused
0: it. Yeah, rightfully so is that it's nothing but horror stories yeah my time. dad did too
1: yeah but that was my dad was kind of a foolish pride in anything
0: <laughs> yeah plus I, plus I hear like uh a lot of a lot of fornication goes on in those
1: places too anyway i do not want to know
0: i mean because i mean i, fi- I figured because oh. you know i hear i hear that you know when you get to that age like you know when you're when you're reaching the end of your you know your sunset years you know, like your horniness, your horniness is like over nine thousand at that point. But that's the thing that nobody really talks about when it comes to elderly people. But then it's like, you know, if you're stuck in a, and, and if you're stuck in a nursing home, right, or like an old folks' home, I mean, you, you can only play bingo so many times <laughs> before before it gets old, and you're like, yo, hey, why don't we do something with this uh with them dentures over there? Let, sh- no. sh- show, show me what you got. You know, I mean, I mean, it, it's inevitable.
1: It's inevitable is this ratchet okay so first of all before we came out we I've heard Raul now I'm getting ratchet Redenbacher
0: <laughs> I'm listen I'm just I'm just I'm just saying that these things happen in such environments
1: am I just give me a forewarning. are any other your alter egos gonna come out like during this <laughs> episode
0: I don't have any other alter egos what yeah I don't have any other alter egos
1: huh the family
2: Eat
0: <laughs> Do you feel him, sir?
2: What anyway. the hell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's all. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Speaking of movies, um, I watched a couple. A couple uh, recent releases uh, um, over the over the last couple of weeks. Uh, one is available. Well, both of which are available on Hulu. Uh, one movie is called "How to Blow Up a Pipeline." How to
1: blow up? Why is that funny to me? But go ahead.
0: Yep, it's a it's like a social political action thriller. Uh, it's directed by Daniel Cold Goldhaber, and um, it's actually based on loosely based on a book uh, of the same name uh, published by Andreas Malm. Uh, the film it's a it's it follows like it follows this group of like eight uh, young um, young adults who decide to blow up an oil pipeline um, uh, to kind of like you know protest climate change like the degradation of our environment and things like that yes. um, a book. so so uh, the so the film so the film is actually it's actually a quite quite a, quite an interesting uh, narrative so how to blow up a pipeline it follows like this ensemble of like I said these these young adults this there's this young woman named um, Zacht, Zachtil, I hope I'm pronouncing that right uh, it's played by Ariella Be- bearer who's also one of the co-writers of the film and uh, she plays a she plays a young activist who who decides to um, who decides to take this uh, mission upon herself to help recruit some people to blow up this pipeline uh, she has a, a best friend named Theo who's dying of terminal cancer there it uh, is <laughs> uh, because you know she's um, because she's also a victim of like environmental racism like growing up where in a in a, in a poor in a poor environment where next, to like these like chemical factories and, you know, she's paying the price for that with her life. Um, there's this, uh, there's this white dude named Dwayne, who's like a former Marine who kind of uses his expertise to help them build, uh, uh, the bomb that's necess- necessary to damage said pipeline. Uh, you have this, uh, other, this other kid. Um, I think his name was, uh, 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 Michael. Who's like this, uh, who's this uh, indigenous person from North Dakota who, who, um, who makes homemade bombs for his TikTok and Instagram? Oh, great! Yep, and he his real name did, is Forrest
1: Goodluck. Yeah, I yeah. like that name. Yeah, <laughs> that is yeah. I like a happy name.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, so yeah, um, he has good luck in getting recruited uh, to this uh, mission uh, to 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 blow up this pipeline, and uh, yeah, and as you watch the film, you kind of like see there, you kind of like you kind of like see like them uh, with the, going through this whole procedure. Planning, planning and executing their their uh, uh their plan and then you see like flashbacks of their lives what led them to finding each other to decide to come up with this with suspicion to kind of like make a political statement sticking it to the man you know and uh, fighting climate change in their own way uh but yeah um how to blow up a pipeline it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty interesting and engaging, uh, action, political thriller. Um, definitely, definitely leaves you with some questions. Um, has a lot of like moral, moral, uh, gray areas as well. Um, you know, kind of like asking people like, what is it going to take to like kind of wake people up as, as the planet is burning? What are we going to do to reverse the tide if we can? Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a solid film. check it out. It's on Hulu, uh, how to blow up a pipeline. And the second film I watched, which is also on Hulu, is this really unique horror film. Uh-oh. It's and it's a, it's a unique sci-fi horror film. It's called No One Will Save You, uh, which is uh, the directorial debut of uh, Brian Duffield. And this film stars Caitlin Deaver. And this is a unique film in that there's absolutely no lines of dialogue except for like one scene. And uh, Caitlin Deaver, uh, she plays this young woman named Bryn who's this sort of like this outcast she's she's living in she's living she lives all alone by herself in this home in this house on the outskirts of town which which belonged to her late mother um the the entire town does not talk to her they shun her for reasons that we come to which we come to uh, later learn in the film and uh when while she's while she's trying her best to live her life she builds like dioramas of like the entire town cut to kind of pass it to past the time. Um, eventually uh, some UFOs make their appearance, make an appearance and a bunch of gray aliens show up. And um, it's kind of like, it's kind of similar to signs where, the movie signs w- with Emily Shyamalan where, but instead of a whole family fighting aliens, it's one, this one woman. And throughout the film, um, you're kind of seeing this one woman, a uh, uh, brand trying to fight for her life against these damn aliens. That are just wreaking havoc all over the all over her house and all over the townspeople. Um, these aliens are possessing the townspeople by shoving this te- this this icky tentacled uh, aliens down down their throats, which takes over their bodies. Um, you know, uh, and, uh, and and in these gray aliens, like they kind of. They they kind of regard her with like some of them you could tell like some of their personalities like some of them regard her with a little curiosity some are, some are outwardly hostile, but then she has to take it upon herself to fight by any means necessary. Uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a unique and it's a great horror movie. It, it does a great job of building tension with no dialogue, using just visuals and sound effects. Uh, Caitlin Deaver does it has a delivers a great performance um great physical performance as well as you see her trying to trying her best to stay ahead of these gray aliens and whatnot um it's it's a it's a film that kind of like you know like like many horror films kind of like kind of speaks to like her 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 quest to like kind of overcome her grief and you see reasons why the the town shunned her um and i will say the ending is very thought-provoking i won't say anything more than that but it's a very unique film uh no one will save you. It's on Hulu. I really dig
1: this film. It's one of my favorites of the year so far. The movie poster reminds me of a movie that I never watched because the trailer freaked me out as a kid. Yeah. It was called Fire in the Sky.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I haven't seen it, but I remember the trailer. It freaked me out. Too. Like just
1: that you know, like Yeah. Yeah, I'm not watching that.
0: Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember that was like a popular film when it came out and like, uh, you know, alien abduction probes and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's just say that. Um, yeah. There's some probing going on in this movie. <laughs> Question is how and to who or to what? I well, that's, hate you so much. That's, that's, that's the fun of it. Don't worry. It's PG-13. You'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no one will save you. Check it out. It's on Hulu. It's a it's a great horror film. <laughs> hey, listen, man.
1: You just <laughs> you just on the horror tip between kill your darlings, world tree, no one will save you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, man. Um yeah, I mean it's it's October. Horrortober is e- here. Yeah, it's true. You know? Yeah. Um, speaking of horror films, I did watch, I did finally get to get around to watching a horror classic from the eighties, which I never seen before, but I, glad I've got a chance to, it's, uh, uh, lost boys. You ever seen that? I heard of it. It's, it's a, it's a solid eighties horror film. Uh, vampires, uh, directed by Joel Schumacher, uh, Jason Patrick, Kiefer Sutherland, Corey Feldman, uh, Corey Haim.
1: Oh, of course. If you have one, if you have one Corey, you gotta have the other.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's. Yeah, it it was it was a solid um, another solid '80s '80s uh, vampire cult classic. I can definitely see why it's uh, kind of ranked as one of the best uh, horror films of the '80s. Uh, I I because I because I, I, I remember last year I bought it. It was on sale for like ten bucks. I bought it in 4K, so I watched it and really enjoyed mm-hmm.
1: it. You started Ahsoka yet?
0: You know, I started Ahsoka uh, yesterday. I sat down. And I watched the first episode. I legit fell asleep. I, I woke up. I tried to finish it, and I fell asleep again. I was nodding off. We're off. To, we're off. To rough start. Rough start. Rough start. Okay. Man.
1: Slow burn. Slow burn. Slow build. You know, Slow build. Did you at least see Ray Stevenson like as his character? Yes, I did. did. You, li- you didn't like his entrance? I thought it was cool. Okay. I thought it was cool. All right. But Believe it <laughs> Gary Wallace is waiting. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Gary Wallace is waiting. <laughs>
0: Well, I know, but it, let it, if, build. it it feels like an obligation. Let it build. That time I could be I could be using watching movies, but let it build. I know. I'll, I mean, well,
1: I'll let this weekend slide because I'm ready.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll try. I'll try to finish it. I'll try to get through it, but uh yeah, man. This first episode, man. There there's trouble ahead.
1: <laughs> no, nah, it's a no, nah, uh <clears throat> excuse me. I'll admit because it took me a while to kind of like I had to binge watch like the next like two or three, Mm -hmm. I think I had like a lot of gigs and stuff and, but then I was like, all right, I gotta do it. Then two episodes, two and three. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, okay, now it's kind of going somewhere, and I think it's only what seven, six or seven episodes.
0: Uh, I think it's eight.
1: Eight. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'll 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 do my best to get through it. Um, but yeah, uh. Yeah. Besides, besides that, uh, on the video game tip, uh, I can't wait. T- there's too many video games out there, man. But damn it,
1: one's about to take over my life.
0: Oh yeah, Spider Man. This 2. Friday, Spider Man two.
1: I can't wait. Yeah. I I beat Spider Man one and Miles Morales just the storylines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't go full hundred percent on this one, but I just wanted to do the storylines just to kind of get myself ready. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I don't I don't know, man. I I don't know if I'm gonna play it right away. Uh, only because like I got I got there's so many video games that came out like in the last month alone. Like you got.
1: But do you have them all? No. Don't but, worry about it. Then. But they. You get the one that's important, and damn it is Spider Man.
0: I still gotta finish Tears of the Kingdom. You're not gonna finish that i'm gonna i'm gonna try but I've, <laughs> I've, I've i've taken a break from it since august <laughs> but i'm because i'm like you have to relearn how to play at this point <laughs> no, I, th- I think i can i think i can get back on that horse um it's still fresh in my mind um i'm playing the cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty expansion they like re-, re they retooled uh the entire game so it's kind of it's kind of new
1: did you did you, uh come across character? Not yet, oh, okay. not yet,
0: uh, but but yeah, I, I, I've just been like replaying Cyberpunk, uh, relearning their new uh, perk system, which is actually much better than the original. Um, let's see, there's, uh, gosh, there's also, well, I still, I still got to finish Judgment. Um, there's also Baldur's Gate 3, which I know I'm not going to even touch. I haven't even bought that game. Alan Wake 2 comes out, uh, I think next week or the week after. There's Lies of P. And there's Spider Man 2. Oh, damn it, man. Spider Man
1: 2 takes precedence, sir.
0: I don't know, man. Well, I mean, th- there's going to be ample copies of that game. It's, it's going to be on shelves. It's not going to sell out. So I can get it at any time. So I will get it. I will play it. I'll enjoy it. But, man, th- th- I I, I, there's other things I want to do.
1: I will end. say this, though. This, this video, video game, it. this year's Video Games Awards better be good. <laughs>
0: It's stacked.
1: Oh, so, Ed, from Gamerdelphia, get ready.
0: Oh, yeah, man. Get
1: ready, man. Because I have somebody else in mind, too, from Fleet. Because there's a video game. There's a gamer division of Fleet. Oh, really? Oh, God. We be talking mad shit. Yeah. First of all, the CEO of Fleet has three PS5s. Why? <laughs> one for him and one for each of his kids. First of all, I'm like, you're lucky enough to snag three. Hmm. During the, you know, during the time where we had... Oh, yeah, the PS5 drought. <laughs> Little Mr. Hype. You ought to be a scalper. better be ashamed of yourself. I'm not going to get one. I give up. I give up. You done dedicated a whole freaking <laughs> episode Yo. to you getting it. It's right next to my OLED.
0: <laughs> Yo, f- number one, fuck scalpers. And two, <laughs> I bought mine from Sony Direct. Me too. Yeah. So I did not support any scalpers. I was never tempted. I never I never caved.
1: But you but you no, I'm just saying, like, you gave up. I you did. gave up and just like, I'm not gonna get it. I refuse to get it. I'll do this, this, this. And then next thing yeah. you know, like it's next to my OLED. Yeah. You did that on the show. Yes, I did. Because
0: it, it, t- it there, was, there was no reason why I should have taken a year and a half yeah, to get a new console. And they're coming out with the PS5 Slim. Slim! So there you go. But thankfully, you can go to any store and pick up a PS5 at any time like, now. Anytime now. Yeah. Same with the Series X for Xbox. but
1: those People have those? Yeah. People, have them? people own those little mini fridges? <laughs>
0: Yeah, they own those mini fridges, man. Uh, for Game Pass. Matter of fact, you know, I, I'm gonna, I might put that on the wedding registry. So I, I'm just gonna throw an Xbox Series X on there to see if somebody is willing to, you know.
1: You better be happy with that damn air fryer. And that's it. <laughs> the Xbox air fryer. You know what? Don't tempt them. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> uh, if they're already going the mini for the mini fridge route, it, the next one may just look like an air fryer. You know, there was a console that was literally.
0: Literally uh, close to that. I think I'm, I remember. I remember we talked about it on the show like man a few years ago. But there was a there was a console. Uh, actually, let me look it up. 3 do no! There was a console where you can actually bake or air fry chicken in it. Wait, what? While it was working. we
1: talked about that. Yeah, and I don't remember it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like one of those like weird stories that ha- that just like came and went. Um, chicken console. Let me see. Uh, you got to be more specific than that. To that's that's right. It was the KFC KFC on oh no, it. it was the KFC console. Remember that? So No. Power your hunger. It was it was uh, it was manufactured by by um, Cooler Master and it said uh it was actually a 4K 240 frames per second. So basically there there was a there was a console People and I'm, and I'm sh- for I'm showing our, our, our uh, Facebook Live listeners a picture of this.
1: It looks like an Alexa.
0: Yeah, it looks like a, co- a cross between an Alexa and a black KFC bucket. That was what the console looked like, and it was called the KFC KF console KFC console. And so basically, while the co- while the console was on and running, you can actually put chicken in there.
1: It's a, co- that's a great cause a fire. <laughs> exactly. Cause a mixture between a grease and an electrical fire.
0: Yes, and it basically said, um, like, okay, so here's here's what here's what here's what the here's here's what here's what's read on the site it goes, world's first built-in chicken chamber. Never risk letting your chicken go cold again. Thanks to the patented chicken chamber, utilizing the system's natural heat and airflow system, you can now focus on your gameplay and enjoy hot, crispy chicken between rounds. Built and designed by Cooler Master, so here's like a blueprint drawing. What is that
1: a thing?
0: Here's a blueprint drawing of what it looks like for our uh, Facebook Live listeners. Send
1: me that. Send it to me. Oh, yeah. I gotta send that to Patrick. and Me like, yo, Patrick, like, ex- explain this. Yes, I'm. I'm sending you the link right now, Carl. I'm texting yeah, it to you. Yeah, do that.
0: Because this,
1: because I need to know. Like, I need to know the story behind this. Like why this was a thing? Um, now, now keep in mind why I, this was an idea. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I've never seen this in stores. It's probably something you got to order uh, online from the
1: manufacturer direct. You know, what? I'm gonna freaking.
0: But yeah, it, it was it was legit. It, you could it had it, it was VR compatible. It has ray tracing, 240 frames per second, 4K gaming, and the slogan was. Power your hunger. KFC gaming. Yes. That's what it was. Um, You can even install uh, a little SSD hard drive.
1: Just set your house on fire.
0: Yeah. that's That's what it was. The KFC console. Hey, you should buy one just for like a gag. For who? You know, maybe I should put this on the wedding registry. Just to see who would buy it.
1: Nobody's gonna waste them.
0: Yeah, Kathy, Kathy would be like, "Get this shit." She out of would, her. she would kick your ass. Yeah, she'll be like, "My fiance." She
1: got. I know she's got an ass whooping just like yeah. waiting <laughs> from somebody. It's right. gonna be you.
0: Well, oh yeah, my fiance would be like, "Get this shit out of my, out of our house, man!" Like, yeah, um, I I would not spend a dime for this console, but I'm willing to bet that there are people out there who probably. They probably have like maybe like five of them sitting in their garage as a gag because they're scalpers thinking, oh, let me see if I can flip this on eBay for like however much money people are willing to spend, like maybe 500, 600, 10, 000, or a thousand. A thousand. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that was
1: a thing. That was an idea. Like that popped into somebody's head and somebody thought it was genius.
0: Yeah. So, you know, um, we, we, we might see an air fryer console next. Or maybe like an easy bake oven that doubles as like a a Nintendo Switch. I
1: don't know. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's great. It was crazy. just are, it was just gamers that are high and got the munchies. Hey, there we go. Yeah, promise.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think some executives took an edible or two, and they were like, "Yo, you know what'd be cool? Yo, if we had if we had some hot chicken and a bacon in a console,
1: it's called fucking Grubhub." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man. You don't have to
1: leave your house. You just got to go to the door.
0: Yeah. Damn.
1: I can't believe that was a thing. What else you got?
0: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, So yeah, we got Tyrone Johnson in the house. The hater. <laughs>
2: That's
0: your hater. But. <laughs> um, I- oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. I, I, I have a l- little something before, before we crack on. Um, you know, I was thinking, you know, shout outs to uh, last week's guest, uh, Sean, Michael Colon. Um, he, he, he dropped, he dropped some, uh, dropped some gems for us. We've been
1: getting some gems lately. (laughs) Yeah. Like,
0: like, like you had a good question when he asked him about the, uh, oversaturation of podcasts. Seems like everybody and their mom has one.
1: He dropped like the perfect response. That was, I thought about that. Like, I thought about that for like the next two days.
0: Yeah. He said he, he, his response was. Does a library have too many books? And I was like,
1: this dude's spitting.
0: And I, I don't, and I have been thinking about it, man. And you know, I've been thinking about, you know, the whole you know, the whole notion of creativity. Cause you know how like people when you, when you think of creativity you think of like something that's like strictly arts based, like whether it's like writing or drawing or painting or whatever, mm-hmm. uh music DJing. Um I, I and i've been really thinking about you know my creativity you, you know what i mean oh, and 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 you know like and hey and hey i'm hey i'm i i i'm i am i am willing to, to you know to continue like you know tooling away with short stories but uh but my art you know is with you know with film analysis you know as you know film critique you know film appreciation
1: like where so, this is going
0: so um so i'm here to make a a bit, of, bit, bit, of a very early announcement, if you will, and I and I am making and I am making this on our show so that way I can keep myself accountable.
1: First of all, if you are gonna
0: say "if you will," say it right, if you will, thank there, you, there. yeah, to the pay window, but <laughs> uh, but yes, um, uh, e- either in December this December, December twenty twenty three, or January twenty twenty four, I will be launching uh the my own film appreciation and analysis podcast. Hey. Oh, yes, it will be called the do the film, film thing podcast. Um, and so far, so far, I have I have one whole uh, uh, episode, one audio essay written out uh, nine pages on Love Jones. That's going to be the first episode. And I'm, and I'm working on my second one right now. So uh, my my hope is to like get these get these essays work on these work on one film every week, and then once I start posting, once I start the once I get the new podcast off the ground, I can just upload them, upload the the audio essays, you know, onto uh, feeds, yeah, onto our feeds and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking to uh, you
1: never know. Yeah, looking you never know, and see, and that's what one thing, and that's something I that I learned from Steve Conjay. Mm-hmm. Who dropped some ju- who dropped some jewels on us? Yes, previously. Yes, shout out to shout outs to you, my friend. Just fucking do it, yeah. Because you never know. Yeah, we're at a position where, like, we can take those chances, mm-hmm. and we can present them to the right people. Yeah, you know what I mean,
0: yeah. You just
1: never know. You you never know. And this could be... A, it could lead to a whole other career that you would have never thought... Like, one of the things that I know... One thing I do... It, that I use as motivation... Is to be the person that... Eight-year-old Carl would be proud of. Mm. Yeah. Like, did you... Like... Eight-year-old Carl would have never thought that he'd be doing the things that he's doing now. Yeah, because he was eight. Oh yeah, that's true. (laughs) All I wanted to do was just freaking play Super Soakers and Nintendo. Yeah, that was (laughs) the (laughs) life. Fuck you, adult life. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm just saying, like, you know, talking to the people that I'm, you know, talking to, making the connections that I'm making now. Yeah you know that that just amazes me yeah. and it's what keeps me going yeah
0: absolutely and you know like i don't i don't know for me like with um it, it was so interesting i think part, and also part part of what motivated me was uh um you know just eat, just just out of just for kicks i i actually logged into my old youtube channel which is still up there the and, knowledge on cinema <laughs> yep it's it's still there to this day give me day. the
1: give me the link i'm going to the i'm added to the link tree
0: uh, you don't have to. Why not? Because it's. I've never. It's been like ten years since I've uploaded. So much. But I I keep it there for archival purposes. You can just you can find it. You can find it easy online on YouTube. But to this day, I still get new subscribers on that channel. Do you really? Yeah, like way more than what I had when I when I was active. So like I remember when I was active, I had like maybe like thirty, forty something subscribers now it's like over 900 are you serious yeah and people are still leaving comments on my old video videos and one person one, one of the most recent comments was somebody asked hey uh hey hey this is excellent um how come you don't do this anymore or something's had an effect and I'm like all right I'm, uh, I'm gonna get it was
1: just smack across the head
0: yeah I, I was like you know what? I'm gonna get back on this horse not not for YouTube but definitely for audio for podcasts so I've I've got the I've got I'm writing out essays right now. I have like copious notes.
1: <laughs> I haven't heard that word <laughs> so much.
0: Yeah, I've got copious notes of movies that I'm gonna dive into, and 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 just like you know, just just like chat about on my on my show. So yeah, it's it's, it's coming soon. So yeah, do the film thing podcast coming out either December or January. God, that warms my,
1: that really warms my heart.
0: I'm, I'm, that I'm that glad.
1: really that really does because at moments I doubt you, <laughs> I doubt you. I'm sometimes I be waiting, but then you just hit me with this like you realize you have no idea how much has made my day. Oh really? Like it, it really really did. Oh I'm glad I'm glad to hear it. That that's that, that now I'm over motivated even more.
0: That's good. Yeah, so that's good. So yeah, I'll 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 uh I'll, I'll give I'll give you a, a peek of the of the first episode. Like, okay. Uh, the, the, the Me and
1: Pete. Yeah, y'all can wait.
0: Yeah, so y'all y'all can <laughs> wait. Even 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 Tyrone the hater can can, can wait as well. <laughs> Read his comment. Art hated it.
1: You say it right. Hated, hated it. it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tyrone.
1: So, I so let's put let's put this brain let's put this brain to work. All right. I came up with a concept. I, did it, I came up with this a long time ago and it just never manifested. So, you know, I'm going to do something now. Okay. I'm calling it
0: Off the Top Five. Off the Top Five.
1: Okay. So, what we're going to do is, play like a little game or something. What we're going to do is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to give me a subject. Okay. Off the top of your dome. All right. And off the top of your dome, on the spot. You got to give me your top five of that particular subject. Mm, Okay. Okay. I guess. So I'm going to start with, off the top, your top five in order Mm. Ariasta films.
0: (laughs) Top five. Well, in order. In order. Um. Yeah. So, like, so, like, from my, from my most favorite to least favorite,
1: or least favorite to, or least favorite. To-
0: okay. So, so yeah. Uh, top five. Um, because he, he actually does have five films: three features, two short ones. One of which I haven't seen. So I'm gonna say for the one I haven't seen, that's Munchausen. I haven't seen it, so that would be that would like be number five. Number five. Number four. Strange thing about the Johnsons. <laughs> um, it's the Father's Day movie of the year. I- <laughs>
1: I am a father, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, you know, uh, uh, sidebar. Um, the 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 only reason why he made that movie was cause, was because him and his friend both dared each other to make the most socially unacceptable movie he that anybody could ever did it make. On a dare. Yep, yep. And that was his film school uh, thesis. Oh. So there you go. I still want to still want to see a musical, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, there's that. Uh, Bo is Afraid at number three. Really? Yeah, because I th- I think Bo is Afraid. It's it's a little, it feels a little too long for me. Um, but it's it's still a fascinating watch because Joaquin Phoenix is awesome. Um, but yeah, the, when you watch the movie, it really is about a guy who just has a desperate need to just nut. That's the whole. Because I mean, it, it, it sounds weird, but when you watch the movie Bo is Afraid, it makes sense. It makes sense, like half of his hangups.
1: And you get mad at me for
0: oversimplifying shit. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you just gotta watch it. You, you just gotta watch it, especially for the Mariah Carey scene, which was hilarious to me.
1: Oh my god! Why do I have a feel of that when we do our next? <laughs> when we do our next pick, that that's the movie you're gonna choose. <laughs>
0: oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, number two uh, is Hereditary. Really? Yeah, I, I really, I really like *Hereditary* um, a lot. It's one of the best horror films uh, of the of this century. But uh, *Midsummer*, oh, I would put the
1: *Hereditary* over *Midsummer*. Okay, hey,
0: not arguing with that. Yeah, you can, you can, you can make a case for either one. Mm. But yeah, *Midsummer* was.
1: Uh, okay, not bad. Not bad. All right, hit me, hit me.
0: All right, uh, top five. Steven Spielberg
1: movies. Top five Steven Spielberg movies. All right. I'm gonna start with my least... Okay, least favorite. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Okay. I'll be at five. Four. I would... Have to say, damn, this is tough. This is tough, but you know what? No, no, because I had a lot of fun. You know what? Number four, I will put ET. Okay. Um, damn, see, now I gotta go into this filmography because there's like, there's a lot. Oh, yeah. Elliot. <laughs> <coughs> Greases, pieces, pieces. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. okay let's no I don't need to know as many lists of words okay selected I'll take that um okay all right this is this makes it a whole lot easier mm. all right i'm gonna yeah. okay e t yeah, so
0: you got Close Encounters at 5, E.T. at 4.
1: Uh, I'm going to put The Color Purple at 3. Okay. Yeah. Um. I would do Raiders of the Lost Ark at 2. Mm, okay. And Jurassic Park at 1. I had a lot of fun yeah. with Jurassic Park. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Jurassic Park, it's a certified classic 30 years later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was hard, but good one. Yeah. Good one. All right. Um top five PlayStation exclusives.
0: Ooh, okay. And this is across all consoles for the PlayStation? Yeah. Okay. Top five. Uh PlayStation exclusives. Okay. Um number five. I will go with Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart.
1: I God, that was such a beautiful game. Yes, it was. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. was a beautiful game. <laughs> um,
0: number four, I'll go with The Last of Us. Really, at four? Yeah, yeah. I'll put I'll put Last of Us at four. Uh, the first one, part mm-hmm. one. Uh, number three. <clears throat> hmm. <clears throat> number three would be. Damn, what would be number three? Let me let me see. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, here, you're gonna
1: need. Yeah, we need like Google. We need the Google machine on this one. <clears throat> Last of us at four, though. Yeah, because I, I I have I have
0: other games in mind. Um, Best Sony PlayStation. I mean exclusives. at four Yeah. Uh. Yep. So yeah, that at four. Uh, number three, I'll put. Oh damn, this is a tough <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Wh-
1: okay. I.
0: Yeah. Okay. Four. All right. Um. Number three, I'll put Ghost of Tsushima on there. Not mad at it. Yep. Put number three. Uh. Number two. Damn. Ah. Uh, God. Oh man. Uh. two I'm gonna put I'm gonna Bloodborne at number two mm. cause I love Bloodborne uh and number one this is this makes number one even harder um number one just by a hair just by a hair God of War 2018
1: I knew okay I'm not mad at it I'm not mad at it I'm mad Man did got the nub but I'm not mad at it at all yeah damn now you want to rethink it, don't you?
0: Yeah, I I would probably put Spider-Man on that list and just put Ratchet & Clank at number six. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. All right. Fair. Okay, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, okay, your top five hip-hop albums of this century.
1: Of this century. Okay, I'm going to go with... Uh, Number five, Fifty Cents Get Rich or Die Trying. All right. Major impact. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when I, I I was in Baltimore when that movie, when that film, when that oh, film God, hang around, when that album came out, hang around with you too much. <laughs> <laughs> so and I just remember the impact. Like cops were in line to buy that album. <laughs> yeah. It was a phenomenon. Yeah. It was. So at number 4 I'm gonna put Kanye West's college dropout okay yeah before he became yeah Kunye like when Kanye when Kanye was Kanye yeah uh number three I'm going to put Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor mm, okay I I pretty much like worship that album um Number two, Ooh. <clears throat> I'm going to go with the Black Album, mm, okay. Jay-Z. Yep.
0: Excellent album.
1: And number one, I'm going to go Blueprint. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, as you can tell, I was a Rockefeller fan. If I would have got the chain, I would have died happy. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I was a huge Rockefeller fan back then. But yeah, those yeah, that wasn't that was pretty hard. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what you got? Ooh, okay. Um. Top five Christopher Nolan films. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Okay. 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 Top five Nolan films. All right. Hmm. Oh, this is good. Uh. All right. Um. Let's see. Number five. Damn. Uh. Number five. I will put. I'll put Memento at number
2: five.
0: Mm. Uh, Memento, Memento is excellent. Uh. Number four. I'll put. The Prestige on there. I never saw that one. It's really good. It's uh, definitely uh, underrated. Hugh Jackman and uh, Christian Bale and Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Number three. Um. Number three, I will go with Inception. At three. Yeah, I will. I will go with Inception at number three. Uh, number two. Um, I'll go with Interstellar.
1: That's, I would put, mm, I would put Inception at two.
0: I, mean, I, mean, I would. Yeah. I wouldn't argue with that. I
1: remember we. I remember when the movie came out, we talked about that movie for the length of the movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and number one would be The Dark Knight.
1: Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The Dark Knight, you know, being uh, still one of the best, uh, superhero great... movies ever. Yeah, and you know, but certain.
1: Why did I set that
0: up? And, and you know, hey, I'm
1: not. Oh, we're not wait. mentioning. Oh, okay. we're, we're
0: not. We're not mentioning any names here. There you are. But you okay. know, you know, The Dark Knight is still way in better. Your opinion,
1: in your opinion.
0: Still so f- has far more depth, far more breadth, far more you know technical quality. Did you than, cry? Than any of the did red, you cry Red Brand yep. movies? No,
1: nope. no. Nope. Did you cry? No. Oh, and speaking of, did you know that today? First of all, we have a we got to have a quick little moment of silence. Uh huh. Because if you revert back to Endgame, mm-hmm. you know how they had the five year jump? Yep. Today was the day. Of the battle on Earth. Really? And Tony Stark. <laughs> really? October Today is the actual date.
0: October 17th?
1: Yes. 2023. That's the date of Endgame. Well, of like the events of Endgame. Hmm. So now like we are actually caught up in time. Oh. In time with the MCU.
0: Does it say that in the film? I don't remember
1: that. They... Somebody did the math. Hmm. Okay. They did the math. So... <laughs> Okay, well, uh, there's always somebody who does the math. Somebody, somebody did the math and figured out the day, the exact date that Ice Cube was talking about, and today was a good day.
0: <laughs> really?
1: They really pushed it, did the research and put it together.
0: Well, people have too much time on their <laughs> right. hands,
1: but yeah, you know, Ice Cube said the same thing too. He's like, y'all thought too much of this. It was just a day that I just imagined would be a perfect day for me. Yeah. But, in k- hold on.
0: Yeah, he went out with the drop top, and if he hits the switch, he can make that ass drop.
1: Um. Oh, the date of good, quote-unquote, good day. Um.
0: No, from November,
1: Wikipedia. okay, one person said that it likely occurred on January 20th of 1992, of 1992. But then another another person figured it out, and it says it was November 30th, 1988. Hmm. And Ice Cube himself stated that the lyrics are just made up of things that happened on a number of different days. So it was like it was a fictional song. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So it was. To so it was a, just like,
1: yeah, yeah, it's nothing crazy. Yeah,
0: an amalgamation. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes, all right. So you said Nolan. Okay, so it's my turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Okay. Uh, top five... Intercontinental champions
1: Top 5 intercontinental champions Okay yeah. I'm gonna go with uh You know what I'm gonna give props And props is due mm-hmm. Gunta At number 5 Yes he's got, a, he's got a nail in it right now Oh yeah Longest reigning
0: intercontinental champion mm-hmm. ever. Yeah You can
1: Yeah they needed to give that to him If they want to put prestige on the belt You gotta take it You gotta take that title away from Honky Tonk man
0: Yeah that's true.
1: He only got it because somebody pulled a no call, no show. But yeah. <laughs> um, number four, the Miz. Okay. He brought that title to its relevancy. He did. He want. He made it mean something in this era. Mm. Number three, Mister Perfect.
0: Mm. Yes, Kurt Henning.
1: Number two? Hmm. Number two. Razor Ramon. Yep. Number one, HBK.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely excellent list right there. Yeah, some of the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champions ever.
2: Okay.
1: All right. Hmm. All right. I'm hit you with 1 top 5
2: <laughs> Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm going to hit you hard with this one. Okay. What you got? Your top five fighting games. <laughs> and you don't even play them, so I know you have to dig through the trenches with this. Uh,
0: top five fighting games. Uh, well, um, uh, Mortal Kombat One. It's awesome.
1: Which Mortal Kombat One? Uh,
0: 2023. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, still got to unlock a few more endings. Me too. Um, number four, I'll put, uh, a uh, killer instinct um uh, the f- the very first killer instinct from like back in the
2: 90s thunder
0: <laughs> supreme victory <laughs> uh number 3 will be hmm killer instinct clay fighters <laughs> <laughs> yeah that game was trash <laughs> uh damn uh number 3 I guess I'll I mean I've played i played a fair amount of it I'll, play, I'll put Tekken 7 on there um, Fair Yeah Tekken 7 uh, Number 2 uh, Injustice 2 Really? Yeah cause Like I said with, When it comes <laughs> to fighting games I'm I'm really pull, draw, Pulling out strings sh- Straws here uh, So what's number 1? Marvel versus Capcom 2
1: I'm not mad at it not mad at it.
0: Yeah, that game was genuinely fun. It was. It, it was. was. Oh it. Hmm. Okay. Uh let's let's see what we got here. Hmm. Top five Let's go with uh, Top 5 Marvel Animated
1: Shows. Top 5 Marvel Animated Shows. All right. Well, at number 5, I am going to go with the Iron Man series from the 90s. Mm-hmm. At number 4, I'm going to go with the Fantastic Four. As yeah. much as I love them and what really propelled me to... uh Loving comics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'll, so the Marvel Action Hour. Yep. To kick it off. Um, actually, you know what? Let me. Five Silver Surfer. It there was, there was, was a Silver Surfer cartoon in the 90s. Huh. Like a whole series? Yeah. Short lived, we but yeah. Okay. Hmm. Number four will be Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Number three. Would be Fantastic Four. Yep. Number two, Spider Man. Number one, X Men. Yeah, there it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Even though looking back, like both X Men and Spider Man has some janky animation.
1: Oh, absolutely. But you know, here it is. But here's the thing: if you watch it again, you still like appreciate it because it's like it brings you back to that place. Yeah. Yeah. And you, but they were so well written.
0: Yeah, they were. They were. They were enjoyable shows for sure yeah okay uh wh- what you got man
1: all right um top five RPGs
0: top five RPGs okay uh hmm I'll put uh Super Mario RPG on there number five um, number four I'll put... I'll put Final Fantasy X on there. Uh, number three will be Chrono Trigger. Uh, yep. uh, number two. Um,
1: hmm. Did you catch that Mike Tyson story, Mike Tyson. The one that Michael J. White played.
0: Um, let's see. Number two, um, I'll put. You know, I'll put. I'll put a couple of um action RPGs up on there. So number two for me will be Fallout Three, mm-hmm. and number one will be Elden Ring. Because Elden Ring is amazing.
1: Send it again.
0: No, uh, Nick Thomas is in the comments here. Mike Tyson's story.
1: Yeah, uh, I probably
0: there's a Mike Tyson story.
1: Yeah. Nah, he sent, he sent me one. So yeah, send that to me. All right. But that's not a bad list. Okay. That's yeah. not a bad list.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see. Ooh. How about your top five hip hop albums from
1: 1998? 1998. Okay. Hold on. Let me look at, let me look it up, which was a good year, by the way, your favorite year. Yep. Uh, Let
0: me see. 98. And explain why is it Lord Tariq and Peter Guns?
1: (laughs) First of all, he's Peter Panky. What? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So I'm going to go with, for number five, I will start off with... Okay, I'll start off with uh Money, Power, Respect with the Locks. Okay. I'm for number four. Damn, I remember that The is loud show. <laughs> um hmm, number four. Okay, number four, I'll go with outcast as Equimini. Okay. All right. Number three...
0: Hmm. Hmm. Seems a bit low for Equimini, though.
1: (sighs) You know what? Okay, you're right. Uh, I'll put War and Peace, uh, the war disc, Mm -hmm. for number four. Okay. All right. For number three... I'll definitely soak the shaka. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to Juveniles four hundred degrees, Aquemini number two, and Jay Z Hark Not Life. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, gotcha. Yeah, four hundred degrees is still a banger.
1: <laughs> see, he sent it. All right. Uh let me see. Your Top five Criterion films of all time. Damn. Just five? You know, I was, yeah, just five. And you know, every every time I go to Barnes & Noble, I have to look at the Criterion f- collection because there's yeah. one movie I need. The one movie, the, the one Criterion movie I'll probably ever buy.
0: Is it, uh, Mulholland Drive?
1: It is not. You shut your face. <laughs> Enter the Dragon.
0: Well, uh, it's part of the Bruce Lee box set. Yeah. So you'd have to get, because it comes with like Fist of Fury and uh, the big boss. Like the f- the films that came out like after he died and he filled with like stunt doubles basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Top five criterions. Uh, criterion discs. Hmm. Ooh. Um, I will put, um, let me see. I'll put Mulholland Drive on there because it's an excellent film. Uh, David Lynch's masterpiece. Um, I'll also put at number four...
1: Uh, this is the 50th anniversary.
0: Yeah, yeah, wow. Oh, yeah, and it's out in 4K, too. Not on Criterion, though, just through uh, Warner Brothers. Um, so, yeah, Mulholland Drive at number five. Number four will be... Um, oh jeez I had a oh Black Orpheus Black Orpheus uh, classic uh, Brazilian film from 1959 awesome movie Uh, number three hmm, number three will be City Lights Charlie Chaplin Uh, my favorite film of his Uh, number two will be The Red Shoes uh, Michael Powell and Rick Pressburger and at number one hmm Oh, man. Because any any one of these could be number one, too. Uh, Dressed to Kill. I want to put Dressed to Kill as number one. That was a good one. But it was a good movie. Big
1: shout-outs to Michael Caine. Congratulations. You earned it. Oh, okay. You didn't hear? Who? Michael Caine? What about him? He's officially retiring from acting. Oh, yeah, Michael Caine.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he said that there's no leading men at 90. But he's he's earned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Caine, Sir Michael Caine, one of the greatest actors ever, and the best Alfred Pennyworth. Y-
1: you know what? I don't know. I, my heart's with Michael Michael Goff, but you know what?
0: Yeah, the size of a tangerine. <laughs> uh, number one. Dang. I guess I'll. You know, it it'll be a box set, so number 1 will be like the Three Colors Trilogy, uh oh, yeah. Blue, White and Red by Krzysztof Kieślowski. Okay. Yeah. Um hmm. Okay, so uh top 5 Nia Jacks matches. I'm kidding. Um uh yeah, it's, it's sidebar. It's kind of it's kind of disappointing that WWE decided to hire the female Tyrus. Love it, and uh, kind of, and have her stink up the the women's division in WWE. Oh, I
1: love that attitude.
0: I have a I have a great I have a great idea for a Nia Jax storyline. Before I get to my next top five, we have Jade Cargill. You know, making making and making an impression in WWE. Have her come out. Have her face Nia Jax in a match. Have Cargill beat the brakes off of Nia Jax, and then you can write Nia Jax off TV on an injury angle, and then here's Nia Jax's best storyline ever. Have her sit out the rest of her WWE contract (laughs) at home, and then just quietly release her when it's done. There's your storyline. Shut up. (laughs) That's the best possible use you can have for Nia Jax. Female Tyrus.
1: She's squashing.
0: Yeah, so so so. She said,
1: "Surprise, Naya hasn't injured anyone. She's probably just... She, well, she's been doing extra training. Oh, she will. She she will. But listen, if we didn't have if if it wasn't for Naya, then Becky wouldn't have took off the way she did. Oh no 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 no! Nia no. was at
0: the right place at the right time. <laughs> Becky would have done that all by herself. I Well, What? This.
1: Gave herself a bloody nose, and we got that iconic shot.
0: Listen. Hey, hey! Listen, listen. Uh, your your home was an innocent bystander, and in all that. Becky Lynch earned that by herself. Okay.
1: But we got that iconic shot. Sometimes you, sometimes you need you need those iconic shots. She just provided it, just like okay, just like Austin's blood. Austin's bloody face. Oh, that iconic was, shot.
0: Oh, that was excellent. Yes, to- one of the be- biggest iconic moments in wrestling. Austin three sixteen. Just
1: like Becky do. Becky looked so good in that moment, too. I was like, go ahead, girl. <laughs> All right, come on. Hit me with a top five.
0: All righty. Um, yeah, so... Ooh. Top five NXT champions.
1: Top five NXT champions. Shit. Number five, I'm going to go with Shinsuke. Mm. Number four, I'm going to go with Samoa Joe. Mm. Number three, Finn Balor. Yeah. Number two... Ooh. Seth. Really? Number one, Adam Cole. Baby. Adam. <laughs> He's having fun with his friends, but I'm just like, sometimes part of me just wish he would have stayed. Yeah. <laughs> part of me does.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Roderick Strong and Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Shout out to Providence's Own.
1: He's technically from oh,
0: Cranston.
1: No, no. Oh. Taven, no Taven. I think is from around Taven. I think is from Rhode Island. But
0: I mean, uh, hey, Matt Taven is is probably the greatest ROH world champion ever. I mean,
1: no, Taven's from New Hampshire. Oh, okay, but um, yeah, he's from Car. Uh, Mike uh, Mike Bennett's from uh, Carver, Mass.
0: Oh, okay, I thought it was like from Rhode Island. Okay. Um, uh, looking at looking at Aaron Ferguson's comments, you need to thank Becky for that whole man gimmick. I it agree. took it
1: off. Yeah, she t- it took.
0: Yes, uh, yes, you need to thank uh, Becky Lynch for coming up with the man gimmick. I agree. Thank Stop. you.
1: Stop. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, although I will say, you know, Vincent from the Righteous, mm-hmm. he's from Cranston. Oh. Wow. About that. I actually met him like when he was I got a yeah, I got a funny story about him too. I will tell I'll, I'll tell off here. Okay. All right. Um Aaron Ferguson, Chris Stewart. Um, we're waiting for our Tubi movie selection.
0: Yes. Uh select any good, reputable Tubi movies. Plenty of them on the platform. <laughs> uh sorry, what you what you got?
1: We got a All right. Yeah. We'll do one more, one more for each. Okay. All right, um I'm gonna go Top five image comics titles.
0: Ooh, okay. Top five image comics titles. okay. mm,
1: Stuber picked one up. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to hearing it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Um, for me, I'll, I'll put uh number five. I'll put Skyward on there. It's like a twelve issue series. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four. Hmm. Number four. I'll put uh Bitter Root right at there. four. Well, also, maybe I'll maybe I'll mix it maybe I'll mix it up, but depending on what what, what I come up with next, uh, number three, I'll put the Good Asian on there. You love that one, yeah. That, w- that was an excellent uh, noir mystery. Uh, number two, hmm. Uh, hmm. Number two. Dang, what was that? Uh that series I read? Mm, I'll probably put that at number six. Um. Um. I, I, actually, no. I'll I'll put the I'll put at number two. Uh, Oblivion Song. of Robert Kirkman. Um, and then number one, Saga.
1: I was wait. I was waiting for it. You better.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I. It's been a while since I've read. I, I I I have I have the latest issue, but I just haven't read. Them. Yeah, they
1: took about. They, I think they took a, took like a few month break again. Yeah.
0: yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna get back on, on that horse when they start releasing consistent more consistently.
1: Yeah, I think they're back on it now. Hmm. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, what you got? Let's finish it off. All right. Finish off strong. Okay. All right.
0: Um. Let me think. Uh, for our last off the top top five, uh, hmm, let me think. Top five WrestleMania main events.
1: Main event. Oh God damn it!
0: Like the matches that have closed the card.
1: Uh, if you had, if you said just regular matches, then. Boom. Then yeah, I at least got my damn it, my number two favorite matches. <laughs> it's not a WrestleMania match. My number two favorite match of all time is not a WrestleMania match. Okay. Eddie Rail, Brock Lesnar. No way out two thousand and four. Oh, that was that was
0: classic. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh okay. At number five for WrestleMania matches, I'm going to go with
0: main events. Remember. Shit. Remember. remember <laughs> WrestleMania main events. Main events. Yep. All right. The last match on the card.
1: Uh, I'm going to start with the Miracle on 34th Street. I mean, Miracle on Bourbon Street.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh,
1: the. Daniel Bryan. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, Orton and Bat- Batista. Yeah. Yep.
0: WrestleMania 30. Okay. Um. Bryan, Orton, Batista. Mm
1: hmm. For. For number four, I'm going to go
0: Undertaker, Roman Reigns, WrestleMania
1: 33. Fuck, I was over there, <laughs> sitting, and
0: sitting in this chair. Yep. Oh, man, that match was Horrible. horrible.
1: <laughs> Taker even hated it.
0: As well, he should. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> hmm. For number four, damn, because they come on with it. Uh, you said main events. Yo, sometimes yeah, sometimes the mid card matches be over. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, number four, I'll probably go Taker and Edge at uh twenty-four.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: When the pyro freaking damn near killed people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit.
2: Really?
1: You don't remember that?
2: No.
0: Nah. Yeah,
1: some of Taker's pyro some of the pyro at the end like caught loose mm-hmm. and almost just like almost injured people. Shit. Damn. That's like probably de- no, it did injure people, but just like Very like minor injuries. Hmm. Okay. So yeah. All right. Number three main event. Austin Rock Seventeen.
0: Yeah.
1: Number two. It's Taylor and Bam Bam pickle <laughs> <Sorry>, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh. Wait, hold on. I got it. I mean, it's always and forever. Fuck Hogan. But Hogan Warrior.
0: Yeah, I think you'd have to put that on there. Yeah. yeah.
1: Number one. Tigger and Sean. 26. I mean, yeah, 26.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Good, good list, good list right there, you know. Um, I would have also accepted uh, the WrestleMania 9 main event. I had I was
1: gonna say that as a guy.
0: <laughs> oh man, okay, cool, cool. So yeah, uh, yeah, those are our so, so those are some of our uh, off the top, uh, top five. fives, off so, the top five, yeah. So off the top fives, yeah, good title. I'm gonna put that in. off the top fives, so yeah, uh. Let us know uh, what your top fives are, whatever they may be. Uh, leave us in the comments below or send us an email, codexprimepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, looking at the comments here, uh, Aaron mentions that Stubert picked a Tubi movie for us. Oh, man. So if you can share what that Tubi movie is, preferably something that's good, <laughs> something that's legit. with The worse, the better. <laughs> something that something that has like legitimate uh, production the value, the worse
1: the better. Oh God! Oh, I, I put my daughter's godmother onto onto the psychic. She just, but she she expected it to be bad, mm-hmm. and she was just like, "Yeah, this ain't disappointing."
0: <laughs> the psychic is not, it's not a real movie to me. It is not. We 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 want something with production value with a budget. Something that has won some awards. With reputable actors. Clink. <laughs> oh my God! Um, preferably a movie where you know, you know,
1: the worse the better.
0: If somebody gets shot, they react immediately. If a, if somebody gets slapped, it actually connects or looks like it connects. You know.
1: Or I could just go boom. <laughs> First of all, good thinking on the delay too. <laughs>
0: Um, I remember that 2B clip you showed me of uh, that woman who, sh- who shot and killed that whole family. And it looked so janky. And even the kid was like, Don't shoot me. I'm a kid. And she just looks at him. And then he sh- she pulls a trigger. And then the scene cuts to a whole. But, but the way but the way it looks, it's like the flash looked like it was just animated after the fact. And it, it just looks so awful. But yeah, I want to know what movie Stubert picked. For us to watch from Tubi. I mean, we gave y'all the Velocipastor. You're you're welcome. So we're waiting. We g- we gave you the gift that is Frankie Mermaid. Mermaid. All right. Hey,
1: what's Frankie Mermaid what is- swimming in? They couldn't even see.
0: But yeah, let us let us know what you picked. Uh Carl, what else you got for us as we wrap up?
1: This Thursday. Codex Prime and Black Nerd Book Club presents an anime trivia night at Tommy's Place, located in... Hold on, let me get the flyer out. Located in downtown Providence at... one Was it 144? Here we go. 144 Westminster Street. There's free parking in the rear, so there's going to be $25 hookah and drink specials all night long. Mm-hmm. Plus, not only am I... Tri- uh am I uh trivia but your boys providing the sounds as well so yes nice you know come through for your throwback Thursday it was also a throwback Thursday event all right so yeah come through for that and let me make sure I send that to you immediately now that I have it out so you can share on your share it on your socials um word up yeah and uh Rhode Island Comic Con news coming up. Your boys will be there. So make sure you come by and say hello. Big mm-hmm. shout outs to Ed from Game Adelphia. They he sent me uh I send him the money to pick up a uh Rhode Island, uh, New York Comic Con exclusive, mm-hmm. which is dope. Can't wait for it to come in the show.
0: Nice. Word. So
1: big shout outs to big shout outs to him and Patty. Um Yeah. New mixes coming up. There's new mi- I'm always I posting mixes on my Mixcloud every week. Yep. Yep. Mixcloud.com forward slash Mr. Bird1027. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah. Yeah, I think that's about it on my end. Nice. All right.
0: Yeah, man. So yeah, the lot lots of good things coming down the pike. Uh, like I like I mentioned earlier, uh in the middle of this episode. Uh be on the be on the lookout for my new film podcast coming soon uh either this december or january we'll more details to follow in the weeks ahead uh yeah man it's an exciting time dude
1: it is it is yeah. cool there's a lot of momentum by, behind codex prime
0: yeah absolutely so yeah well th- we thank you all for watching and listening as always uh catch all of our episodes on uh facebook live every tuesday around 8 p.m ish eastern Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Google. Just search for us and you can find all of our stuff there, uh, all of our episodes. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for this week. Tune in next week, same Codex time, same Codex channel. As always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds.
1: Later.